0: Sick. Vodka mm-hmm. and Cheetos. That'll fix you right <laughs> up. <Whoa.
1: laughs> the or, story of how or Jim or you found that. Yeah. Will be for another day. Yep.
2: Vodka and Cheetos—the the cure for what else? you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Ill for what cures you? That's true. and welcome to i thought they smelled bad on the outside a show that found itself with some reese's cups that had melted and re-solidified and they were they were made of disappointment there was disappointment in our chocolate and peanut butter
0: it's nothing compared to what happened to the bag of reese's pieces that thing that thing was some kind of abomination
1: it got we the drummer
0: food quite frankly, I don't care what state it was in or what country that state was in, we had food. <laughs> and, and we didn't have the wherewithal to sell that food <laughs> to get better food. And that's why we failed to get to that concert. You know the one. With the guys at that place. That other band, that that one that made money.
1: <laughs> those guys, the band. Those guys. <laughs> those guys with their money and their food. No, I,
2: don't a, I don't even have a snappy comeback right now. I'm just letting it roll.
1: I'm Scott. I'm Jim. I was waiting on Jeff,
0: I'm but Jeff. I'm Dan. Yeah, it's like are the other two not here now? <laughs> it's just checked out. You're like shit. Intro is over.
1: God. Intro shaking. So me. Intro Chicken is the most after dangerous the, of games.
0: After listening to that, I needed some and whiskey, damn it. That's, that's fair. I'm going to eat my other Reese Cup. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so,
0: or what's left of it. One of these days, we really need to contact the companies that we inadvertently advertise for and be like, seriously, a couple bucks. Yeah. My roommate was watching G.I. Joe and the Cisco ads that are apparently incorporated into that movie. <laughs> I glance at the screen, and no less than three times, Cisco in big letters in the center of the screen. I'm like, is something else going on
3: here? What the
1: fuck? Like the hey. the the dairy suppliers for yeah. restaurants?
3: Yeah. Uh, what the fuck?
2: Hey, speak the worst one I ever seen. I went and saw Batman Superman a little while ago. Well, that's the your little first scene mistake. with cyborg. Well, the little scene with cyborg where his dad drank Dr Pepper every day all day, all the time.
0: The man oh, was never
2: found without a bottle of Dr. Pepper.
0: Remember? Well, apparently, he used to work for, the, you know, the government in uh, 1985, helping them helping the Japanese defeat Godzilla.
1: Only, only way that makes sense. But, speaking well, of I was plugging things... Superman,
0: I would be drinking heavily, too. Yeah. And I'd yeah. be mixing a lot of things into that bottle that aren't pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff, you forget. Yeah, also, in the previous movie... Well, uh, Smallville was getting ripped apart. Apparently, Superman had to get thrown through Sears and IHOP and Seven Eleven.
1: Hey, you! Hey, product placement, Pete can never stop. But speaking <laughs> of uh, shilling things that aren't giving us money, pick of the week, Jim, what you got? <laughs> I am eating my (laughs) wreath, (laughs) God,
3: Victory. (laughs) Ah, Victory for victory.
2: Well done, done. man. Well done. And ladies and gentlemen, Scott has just won the
0: podcast. Early win. Well done, sir.
1: Good night.
0: (laughs) We're going home. Do we want to go with a positive or a negative?
1: Your call.
3: Yes.
0: Yes is not an answer. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to go for a negative. Because this episode is going to result in this being a little out of date, and I'm okay with that. I always like to rant about something once in a while, and I haven't been on in a little bit. So, bad thing. Or Downey, of the tragically hip, has inoperable an cancer, and that sucks. That sucks a lot. Good thing, tragically hip have a new album, and they're going. to They're like, "Fuck it." Since really, this is the last rodeo. We're going out with a bang. Big concert set this year. They're going out, they're going on tour, and I've already seen them on tour. Gord's crazy. Gord Downey is a genuinely, questionably sane man. light on stage, but seriously, you really wonder. Tickets go on sale on Friday. The pre-sale got bought by every scalper you can name. The tickets on Friday got bought by every fucking scalper you can name.
1: And that's Bullshit! <laughs> Like, like one one last hurrah, and it's going to cost me two grand to see it in the nosebleeds at this point.
0: Exactly. Like fuck,
1: I might as well you know
0: pay the. I might as well pay to get a hotel room, buy a telescope, and just look in at the ACC. It
1: it, it might be not cheap. be too late for us to pretend we have jobs at the ACC.
0: Honestly, I don't think they'd notice if we just walked in and said we did.
1: I think if we could if we find the right back door and wear nice enough suits. We could probably just bullshit our way in. You want to try? All right. I've got a nice suit. How about you?
0: (laughs) I'll get one. Like, I've been meaning to buy a black one anyway. But this is it. We shouldn't have to try and figure out a way to scam to get in to something we're willing to pay for. Like, I want to give them money. I would be perfectly fine going to the ACC and being like, look, I will give you 50 bucks just so I can go to your merch table. To buy a t-shirt and a couple CDs just so I can guarantee that it winds up going to Sunnybrook in the end. Because the band's already said they're taking some of it, but I mean the rest of this is going to wind up just going into charity.
1: Well, and Mrs. Downey needs to be does need to be set up for a while. Well, yeah, exactly. And instead, who's going to be
0: making the, the bulk of the profit right now if I want to go buy a fucking ticket? Some shit heel who was running a bot that morning. And that's crap. Not Is even StubHub a- doing anything about it? No. Is Ticketmaster doing anything about it? Fuck off.
1: Weirdly enough, the liberal government of Ontario is looking into this.
0: Yeah. But, well, that says something. Like, that's how much of an issue like, this is. Kathleen help-
1: Wynne is still in the middle of a scandal over... Canceling natural gas power plants and fielding the largest deficit of the civilized world, and yep. is taking time out of her day to say, "No, seriously, why can't I see Gord?" <laughs> yeah, like
0: this is the hip. Canadians want to see them, and you are telling me, "Jerk up, screwing people." No, this is this is a priority. You know what? If Trudeau suddenly gets involved, like he's down here for
1: Pride, yeah,
0: if he suddenly gets involved.
1: I you're like, no, that's fair.
0: This is almost
1: a federal issue. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a concern of Canadian culture.
0: Yeah. And not in that bullshit, you know, CRTC kind of way. This is, this is legit Canadian culture. Well,
1: I, I almost feel at this point, they need to tape one of these and run it on the goddamn CBC.
0: Apparently, that's a rumor. That CBC might actually try and get in there with cameras and just run it. I hope so. If they do it, I'm perfectly fine watching it on TV. I'd rather, you know, basically give CBC the pseudo-ad dollars I would get for watching it then pay a scalper. Like, it's crap. It's not fair to anybody. Like, I really doubt anybody, any Joe Normal person is sitting there going, okay, I'm going to buy five tickets, one for me, one for a friend, and three so I can hawk them. No, if you were buying five tickets, it's because you knew four other people who wanted to go to this concert. Like, it's a piss-off on a lot of levels, and it just ain't fucking right. So yeah, that is that is the shorthand bone to pick of the week. I'm going to be nice, Scott. I'm not going to throw it at you, despite you interrupting my rescap. I'm going to give it to Jeff, because I'm not that nice. Hey, Jeff, what you got? I think he stepped out again. Son of a bitch. Congrats, Dan. It's on you.
3: No, oh, I'm here.
0: I'm oh. here. I just actually turned on mute.
3: <laughs> okay you know, Jeff I This is an audio man. thing Go ahead Dan Just go ahead. It gives me time to think of one
0: <laughs> Okay my pick is going to Kraken Releasing Because they are bringing out They're the ones who have been re-releasing A lot of the Godzilla movies on Blu-ray They re-released Violante They re-released Gigan, uh Hedorah and Sea Monster And they're re-releasing the one that I thought would never get another release outside of somebody hawking a VHS at a buyback store for like 20 bucks of Godzilla 1984, also known as Godzilla Returns. It's one of the three I'm still missing, and I thought I was never going to get my hands on it, because it was in that weird rights hell that is known as 1980s copyright law. I miss Orion Pictures. (laughs) <laughs> but apparently, I guess the terms of this agreement was is that we're getting the Japanese version with subtitles.
1: Oh no! And not, and oh. not the. Oh how how I'm I'm hurt! I'm hurt that I do? won't have Raymond Burr ne- leaning against a wall for fifteen minutes. <laughs> well, I enjoyed that, but that's just because it's absurd. <laughs> Hey, let me
0: walk down to the command center of the Pentagon that there's a Dr. Pepper machine right up the hallway from.
3: Yeah.
0: And once again, more
2: Dr. Pepper ad placement. They're everywhere, aren't they? <laughs> it's a good beverage. 23 <laughs> three flavors. Like Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, they're in every movie ever made, somebody's drinking a Dr.
3: Pepper. Yeah.
2: Even if they're like way in the background. Or a
1: All Chinese right. Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So I'm gonna pick Scott.
1: Alright, so the Witcher 3 Blood and Wine hit uh the other day. I've had it a little longer via a surprisingly roundabout review copy method, but um it's the last expansion for The Witcher 3, in which Geralt um travels to not France to fight vampires. It's pretty rad. I'm enjoying it. It is more The Witcher 3. I I'm I'm happy with it.
2: I'll go ahead and pick Overwatch. Um, Dude, somebody was going to do it. Yeah, I figured I might as well. Overwatch is, I'm very conflicted about it. It's like, this is the same thing over and over and over again, but you get to play with different characters. But it's the exact same gameplay. I should hate this, but I don't. (laughs) It's just fun to play over and over again. It's the kind of game like, okay, I just play it around. I'll play another one and I'll stop. Okay, I'll play another one, then I stop. Okay, just one more, and I'll stop. Okay, just one more. It's really addictive and a little disturbing
3: in that fact. Oh, shit.
2: I should have been to work
1: four hours ago.
2: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But I've been on vacation all week, which I have to go back to work tomorrow. Boo. It's
1: Blizzard cloning TF2. The thing was going to be crack no matter what.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) The thing is, this is what was was good uh, about Team Fortress 2. Not what it is now. Well, it's Blizzard. It's Mirror Shine, man.
0: (laughs) We will have hats eventually. Don't you rule that out. Actually, we kind of have it now in the form of skins and color variants. Yeah. (laughs) I want to get my Jungle Explorer Winston, dammit. I'll play him. I want it. I have Strike Commander Morrison. I literally need nothing else. (laughs) I see my name anytime I log in. It's (laughs) crazy. My call sign's Anubis 214. I'm rockin' fair with the Anubis armor.
2: There you go.
3: But
2: yeah. yeah I, I play a lot of Diva, which, the moment somebody showed me this is, this is Shinji Chikari after a sex change, I'm like, that is, oh my God, all happened. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. yeah, I saw a meme that made a reference to it as three years of hormone treatment. And it's like, you know what? I'm like, that is complete
2: and utter nonsense, and
0: you see him side by side, and you're like, oh, dear God. I'm actually really acceptant of it, because maybe it results in Shinji seemingly being a happier person. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah. Because D.Va seems pretty all-around pleased, whereas Shinji was just mopey as fuck. Hey, this Shinji mis- gets in the goddamn robot. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: then, then blows it up, and, and they them. get to another one. <laughs> that said, Reinhardt is the better tank. Uh... Reinhardt. Reinhardt of Bastion too- Moving Service. Get your payload to the zone anytime, anywhere. Bastion is wonderful. <laughs> Let's have Bastion- a heal with no cooldown. Fuck you.
3: My salt-powered
0: robot just drinks up your tears. I love Bastion.
2: Bastion, when, he first came, when everything first came out, Bastion was just a killing machine, and then quickly everyone realized, wait a minute, if you just get up high... He can't shoot straight up, so he just, bang, 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 he's dead. Yeah, he's got a really limited field. But he can do complete 360 really fast, so if you try and attack him in a straight line, you're dead. Yeah,
0: but that's what, Uh, if you rush a minigun, you die. That's how a minigun works. That's what
2: happens when you go in the opposite direction the DACA is going.
0: (laughs) That said, we are beginning to do an Overwatch episode, which we can save for another
3: time. I should probably pick
1: this up, is what you're telling me. Yes,
3: yes. One of us. One of us. us. One
1: One of of us. One of us. Google Google. Google
3: (laughs) gobble. One of us. One of us. us. You better put freaks in the links. That's all I'm saying. Uh,
1: Okay, fine. I will put freaks in the links. Yes! (laughs)
3: One of these days, there's going to be
0: a Criterion cut of Freaks, and I'm going to fucking buy it, and it's going to be great.
1: That'll be rad. right
0: after a Criterion cut of Metropolis.
1: That should have already happened six times already, right? I I keep waiting. It's probably
0: never going to happen, because the original footage is thoroughly, thoroughly destroyed, and even the replacement footage is in subpar condition. One of these
1: days. Okay. But there we go. And then, so our main topic for tonight is we are launching Summer summer of Mecca. Woo!
3: Whee!
2: It's that time of year. That's enthusiasm, folks. <laughs> it's summer. Getting all hot and sticky and I don't like it. Oh, well.
1: Oh, well. Ugh, there's nothing quite like
2: swimming through air.
1: Yep, there's that. And so, we're gonna kick it off, as we do, with some Universal Sanctuary Gundam. Starting off with the end of Origin, the manga. I, I The last two volumes were pretty rad. I mean, the volume 12 is all bonus material, spin spinoffs and side stories, but I liked it. It's yeah. a nice epilogue. I like all the little pieces.
2: I like that they... In the... TV show they kinda hinted and kinda when you, you look at it back it's like, man, at that point Char just basically says fuck everything. In this one, he literally come out and just says, you know what? I'm killing everyone. <laughs> Screw all of you, it's all going down. <laughs> I mean a- after Lala dies, he's just like, you know what? Well, Don't care anymore. It. <laughs> it's like, let's let's just end this right now, and by this I mean all of you. <laughs> The world will be better off without you.
1: I appreciate there being sort of this weird Saila-ist faction that pops out of nowhere.
2: <sighs> that yeah, was amazing. amusing. Left field, as opposed to Sailor just falling around. Stop, stop fighting! Stop fighting! Stop fighting! Like, shut up, Sailor! You're not helping. But th- th- this one, Sailor, you know, rallies troops to her craw-
0: cause all of a sudden for no reason. You really kind of gotta wonder about the zionic forces in that regard. Like, they just look at her, and it's, you haven't seen this girl since she was a toddler.
1: She is literally this tiny blonde mop that followed her father around for press, f- press, press events.
3: Yeah.
0: Like, she probably would be a little bit bigger than my perfect grade Zaku. The last time any of them saw her, here's this <laughs> grown woman, and they're like, You're Sayla grown up, and it's like, no, that's a blonde chick, jackass.
1: Well, they do have identical hair. Her hair has not changed over the course of decades.
0: I now I want the side story of her barber.
1: Just- just the person who is paid to get that haircut every time?
0: Consistently. And why did Sela never rage against that?
1: It's like, you- you were fine with this your whole life.
0: How- how do you accept- it? I understand your dad was crazy and might have built that fear of ever changing into you. But still, I know of no child that would keep the same haircut for their entire life.
1: Like, think about a teenage girl having the same haircut for more than six months.
0: Yeah. No. Well, the only thing that defeats that whole concept is the fact that it's anime. They have the same hair as children, till they're adults, and eventually till they are dead. Unless their hairline recedes,
1: <laughs> look. Anime characters have the exact same hair from birth, only developing mustaches as they age.
2: Your mustache. <laughs> Until her daughter tells him it makes him look goofy, and she's like, "Eh, screw this."
1: Mustache. <laughs> all right, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm. You right, know what? Right. I, I'm supremely glad Vertical got it all out. I know from issue one they said we were getting it all, but there was this part of me that was like. Nah, something'll go wrong halfway through, and they'll only print like nine copies of one volume, and I'll never have it all.
0: Well, we still never finished. They called a CL.
1: Well, that's like, that, that that's,
0: that's the precedent, Tokyo Pop, though. Yeah, but that's kind of the precedent that you got used to. Yeah. Is we're never going to get to the end.
3: You're going to get oh, close. No, we got
2: to the end, and wh- and what's more, when it was over, they said, "Hey, this did better than we expected a little." What else would you like to see from Gundam? Now, we haven't heard anything from them since, but I'm at least curious that they asked.
0: Well, they're probably poking around figuring out the licenses that they can get, right?
1: Part of it is right. they've got the- they Kodansha theoretically has a bunch of it locked down and aren't using it because I don't know why. So they have to figure Tell out- they dicks. Yeah, they're dicks. So they have to figure out what's viable enough, because I know- Ah. Uh, and i don't think they want to do reprints i don't want to think I, I don't think they want to do rescues of say uh anything that's that say tokyo pop put out yeah but no they're,
0: they're not interested in the cold dishiel uh,
1: it'd
0: be nice if they were but they're not <laughs> maybe somewhere down the line right yeah uh keep dreaming for that one but i don't know but i mean these last two volumes were great. I liked how they kind of reworked it that the Battle of Abaku seemed to be like days long, and yeah. that the 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 charge out that or the attack that um, was led by the the Almith and Shar was just part of like a, a, a counterattack from Abawaku rather than them just trying to harass the fleet. I like that there was the bro bro squad that thought they were hot shit, and then just got taken out by the light base crew. Sela uh, Sela's Sailor GM was awesome. Billy got blown up. Oh, the the, the uh, yet again the ever shifting scale of the Dolos carriers.
3: Yeah,
0: those are as big Basically. as they need to be. Indeed, my
2: favorite thing about the last two the last two volumes is. Like you said, they scaled out of al a little bit, and they just showed you just how poorly organized Zeon is. I mean, Zeon is such a huge, gigantic force. And then when everything goes to hell at al pieces start getting fragmented. One team's doing this, another team's doing this. Nobody knows who to, who to listen to, mainly because their commanders in charge are dying left and right, either by being killed by the, the opposition or by each other. I mean, it's just an absolute pile of chaos. Oh, and they're so
0: fractured, and when their leadership starts offing each other, the the chain of command gets broken, so you have 12 underlings who...
1: Decide to throw to in with Selah C- C- for some reason.
0: Yep. And Well, you also get into the factionalism, right? Yeah. Like, oh, Giren's dead, but this guy was a Giren loyalist, but this guy was loyal to Dozel, so he's just kind of fucking off on his own anyway yeah you had a three way fight you well you had a four way fight at a balcony you had the yeah. federation you had Girin's loyalist you had uh loyalists. loyalist and you then had you had the, the then you had the remnants who joined Sela.
3: yeah again yeah,
0: but who's for- unw- but from everyone all those different sides,
2: they literally i I'm sure there were soldiers that were fighting on one side at the start of the fight and may have ended up to start fighting another side at the end of the fight. Oh, they were literally probably changing
0: their allegiances on the battlefield. There were probably guys who weren't even aware they were changing the forces they were fighting for during the like, fight until part of the way through when it we order were fighting came the
2: Federation. from know. We were fighting the Federation. Now who are we fighting? These uh, loyalists to the Castilia, Now who are we fighting? Federation again. Now who are we fighting? We're not sure, but that
0: group over there. Go kill them. Okay. Now who and are it's, fighting? You know what? I've got an hours left of fuel in this gelgoog. I'm pretty sure I can get the fuck away from here.
1: I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna hit ma- my top acceleration. See if I can land on the moon. Yeah, live on the moon. Yeah.
3: I, I Where are we? Have like on, on the
2: moon. I'd like to see that some just random Zaku pilot. And he's listening into the comms, um, you know, all the different orders flying out there, and he's like, you know what?
0: Never mind. <laughs> just flies away. Jeez, we in a nice
2: rock somewhere ice. to
0: sit down. But honestly, <laughs> especially, like, because you don't see that in the anime. Like, the anime seems more organized. It seems more that last stand. But in the manga, yeah, I could easily picture troops just scattering because at that point, is, is this worth it? Like, we're back here. We're going to die. Oh, Giren's dead. I'm getting conflicting reports as to how and why. Fuck it. I just want to go home. Right? Like, that's
1: it. It's that's like- one
2: thing I did. Is they had some, in the original TV series, you saw some people, I mean, you know, just random shots of, you know, some guys just crying for mom, just literally screaming, I want to go home. Like, I've had enough of this. I mean, it was a little Saving Private Ryan before Saving Private Ryan of people just, who had you know, seen the face of war and they're like, no, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I want to go home. And you didn't really see too much of that, mainly because yeah. there was too much know. You shot on my own right now? I don't even know anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, the way the, the manga portrays it, if it hadn't been for the infighting, the Federation would have lost. Eh, I don't know about that. It would have been a more drawn out fight. The Feds, yeah. by that point, had enough resources and had enough skilled troops to actually make that fight go through. Whereas the Zeeks had been losing anybody with a name for months. Well, the thing is is like they were just so desperate to like land on a Bawaku land on a vaku their their first objective was just to land there to try to s- establish some kind of beachhead. If they'd been successfully well, repelled, the federation would have probably had to sign a truce or or an armistice or something. Well they probably would have just bombarded it like that's that's kind of the thing Bawaku's a fixed location. you get inside, you can start taking it apart, bombarding it from the outside you you can do it. It's just going to take a hell of a lot longer. Like, it's not like the Zeke forces would be able to actually get any resources in or out. They'd be stuck in a fortress, hoping the Feddies eventually run out of firepower.
2: Well, Origin does a very good job of explaining how the two sides fight. Or Xeon's uh, strategy to win the war is overpower the enemy with higher technology, better warfare plans, and realize that we, as Space noise are just better than them. Federation's strategy for winning the war is attack, attack, attack. Throw as many bodies, weapons, and power at the enemy as you can until you blow
0: them up. It's shock and awe versus attrition. Like, that. That Zeke's forces, is, is shock but, and awe. If we hit them hard, we hit them loud, we hit them fast, they'll panic, they'll sign the treaty, they'll walk away. Whereas, the Fetis are fighting a war of attrition. And, even, yes, you get Makube sitting there saying, oh no 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 no, we can do that war. No, you can't. You don't have those resources. You never had those resources.
1: Never launch a no, land no, war from the moon.
0: Yeah, it's you had control. those resources. You just wasted them all on pointless super weapons. And Zam is a perfectly acceptable attempt hey, to make you
1: when the big Zam is mass produced.
0: Well, I, I always like the
2: final battle of al because they're because li- they go right back to their wheelhouse. How are we going to win this war? Through our great technological weapons. What are we gonna launch? This crazy ass thing, this crazy
0: ass thing, and the Zaku friggin' rello.
1: Yeah. It's like, what do we got? All of them, just, just just all of them. Anything that we didn't
0: throw it out. And it's like, you know, if you had burned the production on Zakus or Gelgoogs, maybe we could have turned that around.
3: It's
0: like, no, let's build one of these, one of these, and one of these. None of them make sense. Don't care. We're gonna build we're gonna build the Zeon. How much do you think that fucking thing cost?
1: Oh God! Just, cost? just in how straight man titanium, it's got to be ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how the many
2: engineers? Vehicles? How much? How yeah. many engineers? How many construction workers? How oh. many people did it take to build that
0: one suit? Yep.
3: wasn't even finished? Like, I
0: guarantee they had an acceptable pilot for.
3: Right. It wasn't even finished. They retrofitted some rocket
0: boosters under the skirt. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. It'll be fine. It's like, no, seriously, how many gelgooks could you have pumped out in that kind of time? Like, I almost want to grab my copy of Geryon's Grief, fire it in, check the resource count on a Zeon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it wasn't an
0: efficient unit in the first place, but it's its the Zeke trap. Again, it's the shock and awe. You know what? The Zeon going out in a lesser fight? would have been fucking terrifying. That thing's got how many beam weapons it's capable of an all-range attack, yeah, it's maneuverable as hell, like if you ran into that in some skirmish battle like before Solomon, that would have been the nightmare of Solomon. That would have been like troops would be dread terrified. that thing could have taken out a federation supply fleet by itself, yep, but at a Bawaku with full forces there, you think there was even radio chatter on this thing. Like, you're seeing five units get taken out. You don't assume it's one suit with a bunch of beam cannons. You assume it's scattering blasts from any number of doms. And you don't err. Still, like though, what okay would you rather have? go over there, because that's apparently where those guys are. So what would you rather have? 20 Gelgoogs or one Zeong? 20 Gelgoogs. 20 Gelgoogs right. with pilots. Not a question. All right. Zeong is a badass death machine.
2: But it's still only one machine. Yep, it's one machine and it's yep. one man. It I got mean, Jim. You lucky. said it in an earlier episode. You said it in an earlier Unicorn episode. I always remember it. Uh, our our machines will sustain us. Glory be to Zeon. It's Like no, your ships will not sustain you. No, nope. you are going to die because
3: they it? have more.
0: That's why the Gundam Belphegor in Gundam X, is one of my favorite suits, because at that point, they're like, no, the suit's the important part. The pilot? Fuck the pilot. The pilot's disposable. Like, it's seek to an extreme, but it's actually reasonable.
1: And then we get the epilogue where we have it feels like Inspector Gadget where Amaro is all continuously almost not getting assassinated. <laughs> <Yep>.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the a threat, you see. <laughs> he's walking around some Asian pagoda some hidden panel opens up, a Zeke spy comes out with a knife about to stab him in the back, then the hidden panel behind that hidden panel <laughs> opens up, and there's the petty guy who grabs him, and Amro is none the wiser. <laughs>
1: it's like Mr. Magoo. New types are the future. They have a deeper understanding of their surroundings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's assassins.
3: <laughs> well, Helen, oh. say to-
2: Helen Zeta Amuro is, you know, living in that mansion, and he really admits, he goes, they're just keeping me here because, A, they're afraid to kill me, and B, they don't know what else to do with me. It's like, we really might need him to pilot a suit in the future, but we don't want to put him out there.
0: (laughs) Well, I I also love that it's, it's Mukube's second-in-command who's leading this assassination, tap. That guy.
1: I don't think he made it off Earth. (laughs) He was the one who was already uh there.
0: Apparently, like, even though Arrow had nothing to do directly with Makube's death, other than stopping the nukes, he, he takes his, like, I must defeat the White Devil of the Federation, launch the yeah, and half, or whatever the hell it was, and it falls apart <laughs> immediately after it emerges from the sand. And I love. I love that he keeps going on. I'm like, I can't do this with the ghost of Makube haunting me if we fail. And then the ghost of Makube speaks and is like, "I told you not to build another one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that was my
0: whole thing.
1: That was the whole stick. <laughs> that shtick.
0: was all I had." <laughs> Oh, oh dumb bastards, now I'm just a joke and everybody will remember me for a stupid thing. <laughs>
1: hey, his portrait in every game features the vase, man. Let me. <laughs> okay, and then we have, of course, the latest uh, origin movie, number three. I watched it. It was pretty good.
0: haven't seen three yet. I've seen two, one and two. The one thing that I kind of took away from it, because I watched it today just to make sure I was up to
1: date. I feel like mm. Lino got a bigger part than he did in the manga. That, that might be the case. Because I don't,
3: like, I
0: vaguely remember just this kind of throwaway character who sort of eventually puts together, oh my god, you're Caswall. But I was like, I didn't think he was this integral, but he's kind of important into the third act. Well, I feel or at like least they push him.
1: They, they got to fill about an hour, anyhow, right? Yeah. So, you know why, and that's an interesting character hook, and it's a great bit of foreshadowing for Garma, so why yep. not blow that guy up a little
0: or a lot or a lot with rockets
1: with rockets uh yeah no i I was fine with that i I enjoyed I, like I enjoyed this, I realized that it's just a thing I've already seen with flash animation, but I'm also just sitting here going. They they put an hour of high quality animation out with no kit to sell this time. Yeah,
0: maybe if, well, I'm if,
2: sure they'll find something. Oh, I'm they sure there's going to be
1: a really great um type uh, 53 or something. Type 53 or I would not be surprised if we got another great UC hard graph out of some of this. But
0: yeah. oh yeah, the on APC or or something. Cadet Force.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Oh, no. A hard graph recreation of the scene when Dozel's future wife is holding him hostage.
1: <laughs> Funny.
2: Uh, Dozel, is, Dozel has, is expanded upon an origin greatly from the anime, but is either made out to be slightly more
0: dumb or slightly more creepy. Well, they, they expand him, but I find they denigrate him.
1: Like, like he he's he's the he's the he is the comic relief zombie.
0: Yeah. Whereas yeah. in the anime, he's not. He's intimidating.
1: Yeah. Well, he's like, huge. He's yeah. still
0: He was still very intimidating during the when he
2: finally got the big zam, I mean well, he didn't go off his rocker nuts. At least in the books. Yeah. But in the anime,
0: yeah, he's he's the idiot. <laughs> well, even tonight, like when he grabs Zena by the wrist. The first thing that went through my mind, even as he's reaching for, it, is he can snap you like a dry twig. Like right. Dozel is a gorilla in a man costume, huh.
3: and he comes his across his hand like reaches that from here. your wrist almost to your elbow. Yeah,
0: like he comes across heavily in Origins the entire way along, both the OAVs we're watching and the manga itself. Very much that this this kind of well-intentioned but a little naive about what's really going on intent on being a soldier guy who just doesn't see everything that's going on around him with his own brothers and sisters and everything else. Like, he never even really put together what was going on with Sargon when Sargon fucking exploded. And in that regard, I mean, going through all of this, you feel sorry for him to a point, like he's kind of the lovable idiot in all this. You can understand why he's got this affection for Garma, that presumably he's got at least similar loyalty to Girin and Casselia, because these are his family. They they wouldn't actively try to hurt him or each other. These are what matter. He never quite puts it all together that no no, your your older brother and your sister are fucking evil. Straight
3: oh, up. I thought
2: it was. This is less anime, more manga. My favorite thing, probably in retrospect, about everything that happened in the manga, and maybe well, I think we might get a little bit of in the anime, is that Zabi, or not Zabi, yeah, uh, you know, the, the head of the Zabi family. His name escapes me all of a sudden. Daeguin. Daeguin. He realized. I mean, he's looking around, sitting at the, on the throne, looking okay. My daughter is crazy but reasonable. My son is just crazy and a murderous psychopath. Garma is probably the future, and if we raise him right, he can run things. And Dozel's an idiot, so we got to get this straightened out. But if we go to war right now, we're going to lose. Yep, he knows. Like we just don't got the numbers or the resources. We will lose. And he does a backdoor deal to try and keep the war from happening, which of course the Federation reneges on. Yeah, he he gets um. General Revel, out of prison, there's a backdoor, you know, handshake, we'll end the war right now before things get out of hand. Send him off. Revel shows up and says, let's kick their ass. At which point, he kind of loses and goes, grabs Garman and says, fuck him, <laughs> Let's yep. go. But, I mean, he just admitted, you can't win. You cannot win. <laughs> but, damn it,
3: screw him, we're gone. <laughs>
0: Pride makes fools of a soul. Indeed.
3: But exactly what he feared would happen. He's
2: like, man, my son's a psychopathic murderer. He might shoot me one day. Funny thing, huh?
0: With a big sun-powered laser.
2: I'm sure in his mind's eye he was thinking man, he might just show up with a gun one day and kill me. Now, it wasn't a gun as much as, you know, a satellite cannon. You know, whatever. Here it not
3: blow ball.
0: If Girin's gonna murder your ass, Girin's gonna outright fucking murder your ass.
3: Girin's <laughs> not gonna poison 100%. you. He's gonna kick you He's gonna kick you
0: off the catwalk into the vat of toxic ooze. Yeah, Truthfully, that's probably his original plan for Xeon, and Dagler was <laughs> like, No, no, let's just poison him. It's a little easier to explain. Hey, Dad, I, I got your I got these plans here for you to approve for us to explore the uh, explore the a chemical plant with uh, Zian Daikun. Ah, uh, no, he's got his speech first.
3: Please, no, please.
0: I was up all night writing these. Nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> cares. I, you know what? Just crossed my mind. I was about to say your mother doesn't even care. What was their mother like? Like they've never given us an indication of the mother of these children.
3: I um, wish she out of there. There were apparently two. Oh God! <laughs> really? Apparently, uh, Girin and Casilia are from the Do- are, are from Degwin's first wife,
0: and Cicero Dozel, and Garma are from his second. Or I might really? have it backwards. I'm, I think it might be that it was Do- still a and Cicero, and then it was Dozel and Garma. I feel like at that point, I'd be contacting a doctor and be like, okay, is there something wrong with her DNA or mine? Because well, Casilia w- and Girin, there is definitely something wrong with these two and I need to figure this out.
3: Well, when you like, said there were two, like, so I Garma, need to be worried about.
0: Because when you said there were two others,
2: I immediately thought, oh, Garma's the one child from a different life." That makes sense. Because I can see some relation from Garma to his father, from Garma to his brothers and sisters, they don't look like they belong
0: in the same family. Well, Dozel? But that's because Dozel looks like Daguin. Yeah. Like, you go Dozel to Daguin, and it is easy. It's just, oh, okay, we put muscle inside Daguin, and we went with Dozel Zabi. And Cicero looked just like Dozel probably about age yeah. 40 years. Yeah. Or de-aged
3: 40 okay. years. Uh,
0: Dozel
2: if he didn't go to the gym a lot. Mm-hmm. This is what Dozel would look like if he was a couch potato who worked nothing like the a, Xeon a version of Fox News, which he kind of did.
0: <laughs> Honestly, after reading the origin, though, I do think that it, it was Dozel who had the misfortune of his birth. Because Garma, in the opening acts of the One Year War, was a fucking monster. He wasn't just some pretty boy who got into his position. He was a psychopath, mowing down people in his APC, civilians who couldn't even fucking fight. He he slaughtered an entire colony just to try to get
2: his father's approval. I've, I've always looked at Garma as, he is he is of the opinion, the easiest and most quickest way to win the war is make it as ugly and nasty as possible. And just not drag it out. I think there's some sense of you know, he wants to rule the Earth sphere. He wants to you know Zeon will be rulers of them all. Blah blah blah. The rhetoric that they all say. But I think there's some part of him like this war stuff really sucks. The faster we can get it done with, the better. Whereas all the other Zeon families are like it can take twenty minutes or it can take twenty years. We're gonna win. I don't, we don't really care. Where I think. Garmo at, at least wants to get this over as soon as possible.
0: For yeah, various we could go, reasons,
2: mind you, as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, we could go on and on with political theory on the zombies, but we got other topics yeah, to get to tonight. That's
2: a rat's nest right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so so our other Gundam Universal Century project of this year is Thunderbolt, which, before we get into the content of Thunderbolt, I have to kind of just look at... Bandai and Sunrise and say, what the fuck? So you release this as a digital rental in Japan and you give North America one episode
0: and then quickly take it down.
1: Well, that the plan was it was always going to be short and that was worldwide. And then presumably Japan would pay to rent the other three and North American just sit there and twiddle our thumbs until we get our $90 Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I preordered it. It made me a little sick, but I preordered it.
1: <laughs> oh god! And unlike the last thing, this is entirely motivated by kits. Because this, this is um, this is just a checklist of what slash M says the Universal Century and One Year War are about. It is just bastards and very and uh, MSV porn. It's bastard characters in MSV porn. Yep,
0: gritty, hard edge, war is hell. Hey, we got then, a heroin. At,
3: it. We got a heroin
0: addict captain, a psychopath fetty pilot who shoots down escape pods. Uh, oh no, there was uh, more than Mellon. one of those. I'm the only the one
3: who liked it. Uh, see, I kind of enjoyed it.
1: Let's see. Here's the thing: I kind of enjoyed it. There's bits I like about it. Um, the the manga is apparently much more grim, dark, and aggressively so.
0: That sounds less appealing,
1: but uh, the 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 idea of Xeon grabbing amputees from the ground war and just shoving them into research and development feels right, and I think the Xeon side of this is really compelling. But uh, the the idea of the the more faction, just guys who are fighting over side four for the sake of fighting over side four, which is completely ruined. They're just assholes. (laughs)
0: Yeah. One thing I laughed at when I first sat down to watch this was the amputee bit. Because when I ran a Mecton Zeta campaign years ago as a Gundam campaign, that's what I did with a commanding officer. He had a prosthetic leg. And the whole thing was he could integrate the leg into the suit. Like Basically, he could take the prosthetic off and just connect his leg to it, and it would allow him to run a little bit better. And it's like, oh, so you had the same idea. That's kind of cool. And then they ran further with it. But the more faction, when they first brought it up, I'm like, okay, this is a throwaway thing. This doesn't matter. And then as these episodes continued on, it's like, no, you still haven't explained this. It still doesn't actually matter. You keep talking about it like it does. Like, I'm supposed to know what this is or
3: care. What the fuck? Yeah, I enjoyed it for the simple fact I enjoyed it for
2: the simple fact that Thunderbolt's zone is just hell on wheels. I mean it's trash colonies, lightning, electrical impulses, all sorts of madness. It's like, okay, these zones are where like really crazy crap is happening. Let's send the nuttiest, those psychotic soldiers and pilots we got and send them there cuz no one else would dare do it. So what you end up with is, is a crazy battlefield with crazy pilots and captains on both sides you get the worst of the worst in every aspect
3: yes, I And mean, what the same was
0: person was none of this matters
3: was, yeah like, that was these lives away that's got, what drove me nuts about it is i'm thinking universe. of this is like you're wasting so many resources on an
0: area that isn't even a main supply route yeah,
1: There was just you're fighting for nothing for yeah. no one Yes, you've wrecked your fleets, you, you you wrecked your support fleet, you wrecked how many ships, and you just decide
0: to keep fighting rather than just pull out? You shelved a full armor
1: Gundam during the one-year war. Those ain't cheap. Look, And this is it. If someone had to say, look, we, we could put this sucker on white base. Do and it. they said, no, we need side four. We'll sell this to the Moor Brotherhood.
0: No, no. You take the full armor, you give it to Kai Shiden, because no, no, Amuro's no. not giving up the 78-2. We all know he's not. You take the full armor parts, you strap them to the 78-2, you give the other one to Kai. But I guarantee you, Armor Amuro would have still had a fully functioning Gundam after fighting Char. War's yeah. over. War's over. That would have been it. <laughs>
2: I, we just talked a minute ago about how Xeon was, you know, distracted and confused and not very organized. Federation isn't
0: exactly the model of efficiency either. Well, especially in this. Though the Zeeks don't walk away with a clean card either. That Zaku was expensive as
1: fuck. Yeah, but it's still just a Zaku with custom parts strapped to it. Like that that yeah. that's a MS06S with some with a funky backpack and some extra fuel canisters.
0: They stole the supply kit from a camphor, bolted it onto a Zaku 2, and apparently integrated some sort of pseudo-sycomu system that even wasn't a proper sycomu system, really just let it interface just- with the system a little bit better. Yeah, it was a man-machine interface. I, Which you know, is no longer canon. Yeah, to call back to Mechtun, Jim, I was running a Mechtun game where I actually. Threw in the Super Zaku from the Gunpla Builders thing as a new type <laughs> test unit. The extra arms were essentially its funnels, and they kind of did the same thing here. Yeah,
2: well, I can't, uh, I can't help but look at it as the side, ca- uh, the sides. Uh, what is Zeon trying to do? Kill all the Fetties, don't care where they are, don't care where they go. And at the same time, who are the who on the other side is pushing the buttons for the Federation? Who's saying, you know what, we really, you really need to finish them off. And it's not who you think it is. The dicks of the universe, Anaheim Electronics, saying, hey, we got this new, modified, full armor Gundam. It's pretty badass. You could send it to that Thunderbolt sector you've been having so much trouble with. Now, a reasonable person would say, you know, we really don't need that sector that bad.
0: Yes, it's irrelevant. But it's like, like, it's irrelevant. So There's killing. only two units there, one from each side. You send that thing to Solomon. You send that thing to a, a coup. If you're trying to but do sir, that thing as an advertisement to the Federation, it's going to get a lot more sir. camera time there.
1: I mean,
2: sir, 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 do you realize how many snipers have taken out your suits in the Thunderbolt sector? You have to have this to finish those dirty Zekes off. Now, you couldn't, if you never went into the Thunderbolt sector in the first place and just let them have that hell zone of an area nobody wants, you
0: wouldn't have lost them. But let's not talk about that. You Nick sacrificed and forty units, and,
2: and
1: 40. the
0: snipers take it personally.
1: Yeah, Jim cannons. You know, Jim exactly. cannons aren't cheap either.
0: And
2: you know, ex- yeah, and you know exactly what the federate. You know exactly what the Anaheim electronic
0: salesperson said. Don't let those men die in vain. Yep. Oh yeah, you've got to run Patriotism. But that was one of the things that came up when I was watching this today. Like I periodically felt like the Zekes kept forgetting they were in a war.
1: Cause, Cause, that's it. Like, this, 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 these guys are not soldiers by all rights. These guys yeah. are guinea pigs. This, this is a research project. For as far as Xeon's concerned, they've got hundreds of them. This one just happens to be cost-effective in a very yeah. weird, wrong sense.
0: Well, when Fleming shoots Hoover in the face, and the other three guys on the panels freak out, it's like you—you you realize you're at war, right? You realize. This is a war. It's the personal factor, though. I'm blowing up a machine, not a person. Yeah, but that's that's it. That's their friend that gets shot in the face, and they take massive offense to this. And it's like, you've killed 40 Fetty troops. 40. And that's ignoring the guys that Fleming sortied with today. So if I want to rewatch that, you probably killed 48 by the time he shot Hoover. I I can't really feel bad for you. You're in a war. You both signed up with a really clearly defined goal. Kill the other guy. You've been doing that really well, and now you're starting to lose that, and you take real offense to it. Well, like I,
3: like, said I couldn't figure action. who I was
0: supposed to root
1: for. Well, that I think that's the point, is that it is just, these are two sides fighting over nothing, using yeah. incredibly questionable methods to do it.
0: Oh, I
2: love. I think there's more than a little bit of hint in World War One trench warfare. Yeah, we're going to fight over these hundred yards of empty dirt because we're supposed to.
0: Yep. Because in this case, we're, we're going to told- fight
2: over this. We're going to fight fight over this trash heap of a sector that nobody wants.
0: Because if we don't, we're going to get court-martialed and killed. The there's loyalism s- at the end. We're going to blow this up with all of our injured troops here just to screw those fetty bastards. And it's like, why?
2: Why? I, I, like I said, they didn't send the most knowledgeable and most reasonable people to this sector because the knowledgeable and reasonable people would have said, "Are you freaking
0: insane?" Oh, like I, like
2: that said, serious.
0: this is the series that M wanted. Yeah, yeah. Well, the kids when they see the Gundam and they salute it, and I love the fact that they really drew up how these are children compared to Fleming and Claudia, and the other guy whose name never stuck. Like
1: They mentioned it once. I
0: think it's Al something. I, f- I feel like it's Cornelius. Oh, yeah, God, Cornelius. That guy does- no, no, it is Cornelius. Okay, It is Cornelius? Oh, God. But, yeah, no, like, like, you look at them, and it's you can see, especially once the kids are there, okay, no, these folks are older, like, these are adults, but the children that are there with them, several little kids, I'm like, you haven't hit puberty, kid. You're 12. Look at shit. You shouldn't be near a mobile suit, let alone in one, and then they start dying, like (laughs) you do. Oh, it's fucking Fleming's briefing of, oh yeah, uh, I'm supposed to be, you know, motivational here and give you the mission plan, but you guys are cannon fodder while I sneak up behind and uh, flank the enemy and destroy their main ship. Yep, don't die. At least don't, don't, too many of you die. Uh,
1: I've been getting through this by winning. You should try that. (laughs) Like, Fleming is... First up, in the
0: end, my decision was I'm going to root for Fleming because I like Fleming. Fleming's approach to piloting and combat is stuff that I can really agree with. But I feel like Fleming and Slager would start off friends and about two beers in would beat the shit out of each other. No, dude. Fleming... Like, oh, you like fighting? I like fighting. Piloting is great. Wait. One of us is a terrible human being and the other isn't. He is is not a good man. He is damaged friggin' goods, because I'm going to walk in and find daddy brains blown all over the desk.
1: Because he knew he was fighting for nothing to benefit no one. Yup.
0: You take a whole bunch of
2: mentally screwed up people, put them in death machines, and tell them to fight over an empty plot of
0: land or space, things don't improve. Well, especially in the case of Fleming, he didn't care what he was fighting about. He wasn't fighting for anything. He liked piloting the mobile suits and blowing shit up. Like, you could have put him anywhere on the battlefield. If you put him on the Zeke side, I'd have called him a maniac. I still call him a maniac. But he'd have been a bad guy that Amuro shot down. Like, he'd be the lesson of how terrifying certain Zeke forces can be if they didn't give him any form of expansion. So that's why I was amused by this guy. I guess you're not healthy, You're not sane. You shouldn't be anywhere. You probably give a shit about Claudia, but you're too crazy to convey that, and so is she. Cornelius oh, is your most reasonable friend, and he's just the engineer. Oh, and you, you want to talk about crazy? What, are, what What's the bullshit about the XO deciding to assassinate Claudia? well, I need to see my dead wife and daughter. And it's like, you're just an ass. You're just an ass. Like, it's it just something that's like, oh, we're going to make these characters really unfucking likable Yeah. Yeah. But well, what am I supposed to root for in this? I'll root for the crazy guy that I can at least understand.
1: Like, I understand I, him because he's crazy.
0: Yeah, honestly, by the end of it, I'm kind of rooting for the Xeon guys here, because you guys are just poor bastards who got slapped into doing research and
3: you're not as fucking crazy as these
0: other guys. I couldn't bring myself to root for Daryl. I couldn't. I kept looking at him, and I'm like, no, 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 I don't like you. And not in a I dislike you kind of way. I don't care about you. Like Flaming gets to the end. Why can't I kill you? Why can't you kill him? Because you're not willing to move the beam saber down. That's why. You stabbed him in the head. You are a mobile suit pilot. You know the head is just a camera. It was never anything else. One suit in the entire one-year war changed that rule and it's the only reason Char lived. Fuck off! Stab him in the chest! What the hell's wrong with you?
1: So. <laughs> and here's uh, what I'm at. Here's where I'm at. I don't think I'd buy any of these kits.
0: I The full armor is the only one that I would look at but I'd have to deal with that gaudy fucking backpack.
1: Yeah, that's it. I was tempted with the Zaku with the the big gun. Oh yeah, the sniper. Because it make it would make a pretty cool shelf piece, but yeah. Like that's that something you could
2: diorama
1: it. up.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: I'll buy them both only because there have been no friggin' master
0: this year. <laughs> uh well they're coming. Yeah. They are coming.
2: Oh we got three. We've got three so far this year. Maybe it's one what? more in December, so we might have four.
3: Possibly well, No, back. they... I, I, I feel don't know like they
0: could have put a Striker in this, and I still probably wouldn't pick it up. They announced that they're doing a Master Grade for the Psycho Zaku and the Full Armor.
2: That's what I mean. They're saying, I'm going to pick these two kits up because this year we are going to have four, maybe, total Master Grades. Or in previous years, we've had, what, nine? Mm-hmm.
1: Twelve some years. Uh-huh. Well, we're yeah. kind of between series right now. Yeah, but we got nothing from... Yeah. I, from Orphans. Well, the, the thing is, the one with her line out of the that rack. was
0: okay, actually. I, I've heard some issues with the, the Kim Rykris or whatever the hell Galileo's suit is. But I've had no issues with my Barbatos. I've had no issues with my Guzan. Other than their whatever reason they decided not to stick the mace plate with the first form and shifted it off with the sixth.
1: Don't ask me, man. It's Bandai. They, they don't make sense.
0: They, I think they make sense to somebody. We've never met that person. We never will meet that person. I'm not totally convinced that person is real and not just a fever dream. But the biggest thing was- about P. Bandai that has drove me nuts was the fact that, okay, we did our Master Great Ultron Gundam that has the tail and the wing bits. And then they did the P. Bandai, which is the full LS Waltz version, which is that same kit, Sans, the tail, and, and wings. And that kit's more expensive. Uh. Because greed. We've been talking about expense the entire time. Clearly Bandai and Xeonic Corporation are the same company.
1: If I, we can, You know you what, I seem to recall watching the first episode of Double Zeta and them getting a shipment of parts from Bandai.
0: <laughs> Bandai's <laughs> a subsidiary of Anaheim? Yep. Uh, there's a kind of tragedy and probability in that.
1: Yeah. I really like the soundtrack on Thunderbolt. I, you know what? That was the
0: first thing that really cued me up. I was like, are you going for bebop with this? Like, what are you guys doing with the jazz? This is great. Like, even just the focus on music, like how intent they were on making that kind of a part of it, was really cool. I liked how they ran with it. That said, like, open channels on the battlefield.
1: With lots of dense Minofsky particles. No. Nope. It's like you're you're adding more interference to this. What are you doing?
0: Well, I suppose it's you've got snipers, so they're just gonna line up and shoot, and you've got Fleming, who is going to fly like a maniac and shoot everything he can find. And then you have everybody else who nobody cares about and can die. But yeah, the music was great. I liked it a lot. I wonder if they mention it in the manga, or was that one of those things where they went, you know what? Since we can do audio, let's play it up.
1: I want to say it had to be part of the manga, and you can read it on the Methods Network, which I resent having. I resent the Methods Network and how it treats treats Gundam. I can never find shit, so I don't bother. (laughs) I I've not
0: tried to read any of Thunderbolt past the first chapter manga form. But when I've heard about this stuff, it's like part of Thunderbolt 2 or whatever, all the post-One Year War stuff. It gets even more fucking crazy. I'm assuming Fleming eventually starts chewing the arms and legs off of people. I don't know, but you have crazy psycho new type, cyber new type Buddhist monks (laughs) who are going around murdering people. And their hidden base is a underwater Dolos class. It's hanging out in the Mario's trench. Wait, that picture was legit and not just somebody fucking around and putting a picture of a Dolos underwater? No, that's legit. Somehow, the Zekes snuck a four mile long
3: battleship under Earth.
0: I don't think they snuck shit. I think somebody went, there's no fucking way they can land that. We're not radioing that in. Look at that thing. They're coming down to that. There's no way. You were, I'm putting 50 on this. 50 says they burn up in the atmosphere or crash when they hit the ground. This is going to be great. I'm not radioing this in. Fuck off. And then it landed, and he's like, shit, I'm down 50 bucks.
1: That's the only answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... Oh, like, it's... I I just...
0: Thunderbolt's just that kind of crazy that you just kind of gotta go. You you know, if if I was, yeah, I got my cousins who are really into Gundam. You know, I'm letting them play my copy of Dynasty Warriors Gundam Three. You know, I built a couple kits with them. If they ever want to build a Thunderbolt kit, I'll let them. But I'm gonna warn them full out: don't bother watching the show. I liked it. Whatever. I would say they can watch it. Like I, I actually did enjoy it. But it's one of those things you gotta walk into and be like, okay, this is this is a for grown grown-ups story. yeah, like it has that- show them
2: they can build all the thunderbolt stuff they want to show them build daughters when they ask about
0: it. Yeah. That's basically the same thing, right? Fleming sure. okay, I need to get ready for the battle. What do I need? I need my upgrade. Arms on the back that hold shields.
3: Yes, this is a great <laughs> idea
0: admittedly, I did like that. They were silly, but I looked at it and it's like, no, some engineer was sitting there going, we got, you know, 40 bucks worth of parts. We got some balls. We got extra shields. We don't have nearly enough GMs. Fuck it. Take the arms off the balls. Allow them to grab shields. Maybe we can get a GM through a fight without having to repair so much. Well, Considering they're moving at high speed through, like, the densest fucking maneuver debris field. You put the shields in the I, way.
2: shield takes the hit. That was one scene that was one scene where I really... they Rarely do they ever get the sense of why is a Gundam such a badass machine compared to everything else? And that one scene where the Zaku sniper is trying to hit it, it's just zipping all over the place and it's like, where is it? Where is it? And it's right in front of his face. That's why Gundam is such a dangerous machine. That That's was too damn cool. fast and too damn maneuverable.
0: That was cool just because you could tell Fleming was toying with them. Every time he pulled out a new gun... I'm gonna burn that one off. I'm gonna burn that one uh. off. I'm gonna burn off the hand this time. Now what do you got? Uh. Like that was uh. cruel. It was just straight brutality. He turned the beam saver to the lowest setting, so he boiled the pilot. Yup. He's not a nice man. Oh no, <laughs> no. He's a he's a complete psychopath. And yet again, I still could. I was still rooting for him over Daryl.
1: <laughs> oh, you're a bastard, Jim.
0: Yes I am. In every definition of that word.
1: But if you're going to keep adapting if you're gonna keep adapting weird one year war stuff, we're Federation hooligans, make yeah. it happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: I want my hang glider gun cannon, damn it. Yes. I want new strikers
0: <laughs> No, you bring me hooligans, I am on friggin' board. Kinda wonder why that hasn't been done.
1: I'm trying to, I I keep trying to figure it out.
0: It's cause, well, especially you look at Build Fighters and how there was a lot of positive response to that, and how Hooligans is, you know, more than a little bit of silly. It's like, no, there's, there is definitely a market for a Gundam series that you can laugh at, and that you can kind of psych along with. Compared to War is Grim, War is Hell, Grim, Dark, Dark, Grim,
1: Grim dark. Edge,
0: edge, 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 edgy, edge, edge. Mobile suits for the mobile suit, guys.
2: Hey, guys, realize this is UC. Has there ever been a UC series that has a perfectly happy ending? I mean, 008. perfectly happy. The closest we got was <laughs> Unicorn. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Double Zeta's pretty <laughs> upbeat.
2: Um, eh, Double Zeta, I guess. Well, there
0: victory is bittersweet, but, you know, no, Uso and T- Shadky...
3: Hey, Marbet had, had her kid! Marbet had her kid.
0: Everybody that's good what walks I've away and Darth Vader dies. <laughs> Still one of the my favorite examples of an idiot sniper. This guy has a metal mask on his head. I'm gonna shoot him in the mask.
2: Uh.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Everyone... We, we discussed this, we realized
2: that this was all because that guy was trying to un- unlock an achievement. Yeah. That's why he did it. Oh, I know, but
0: it's, we still, it's like mystery out. you, you sir, you deserve to be fired.
1: <laughs> out of a cannon. Well, yeah. To the moon. He was not He was not moon? there to, to kill, kill him. He was there
2: to unlock an achievement. That's the only way it makes sense.
0: Goddamn Chivos.
3: Chivo like are the cheap, worst on your TF2 server. Yes. Nope.
0: It's like that achievement in sniper elite when you give Hitler a vestect From two hundred yards that way.
3: Is I that kid actually, you
0: know, there's actually an achievement where you can shoot Hitler's balls off. Right on. I I kinda wanna know what was going through the programmer's mind who's like, Okay, I gotta make oh. sure the calculations on this are correct. Like I understand that was done a lot in Please. testing. There's no question of that. The moment you tell players there is an option that lets you blow Hitler's nuts off, that is all of the beta testing that week. <laughs> Nobody is trying like, anything else. And because it's sniper no, no elite, we got, head head mortal, we got that mortal We got that mortal combat style slow motion skull X ray effect of it all exploding.
2: Yeah, and I mean all of it. Right. Uh. <laughs> In every uh, little gory detail, someone had to animate that.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that's really easy. You just you just do two peaches exploding, <laughs> or cherry tomatoes, grapes. You know, there's, there's any number of ways you can do that. It, that's, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How did we end up here? I don't. cool again?
1: I don't know. Finish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, I just stopped and realized. Wait, what are we talking about?
3: How did we get here?
1: We, 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 we're Let's here from Federation Hooligans, which is something we want. I want that more yes. than Crossbone. And I think Federation Hooligans could happen.
0: It seems more likely. I think you'd have to get a little more kit attention, because Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt was made for the
3: kids.
1: I don't know. There, there's enough gym variants and a couple of different Gundams that you could pull from uh, Federation Hooligans. Plus a ton of Zaku's. Well, I'm curious
2: as far as I can tell, there are two teams on Gundam shows. There's the team that works on you know, Build Fighters, and they work on uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans, and they work on all this you know, general TV stuff. And then there's the team that works on the high-end stuff, Unicorn, Origin, the really high-end stuff. We know what the TV show guys are going to be doing. I can't help but say, what? When Origin's done, that you know, high-end group is going to get something else to do. What is it? And they're... If they did do a hooligans, it wouldn't be on the high end crew. I can't help but think think the way they like to do stories. Schmers delita fair, maybe?
3: Mm, maybe. The like
0: CDA is so far out at this point that it's probably not even on their radar anymore. It's also very long. It's like what, nine volumes? Twelve, I thought. Fuck, I haven't written. They can cut out some extra. Trying to contact Alex. She's read it.
3: Yeah.
2: They can they can chop off some extra stuff. I'm sure they'll figure out a way. I'm just tr- thinking out loud because I don't think they do Crossbone,
0: but they got to have something to do. I feel like or Crossbone cross- is going to be the carrot on the stick for a long fucking time. Like they're never going to say we're not it
2: doing this. Crossbone has been the carrot on the stick for what ten years now. But that's almost what I mean. Like twenty, um, almost twenty. Until people
3: stop
0: talking about it, I think Bandai is just going to keep it there and be like, "We, we haven't said we're, we're definitely not doing it." So you know, maybe it's- Crossbone is as much vaporware. Uh, a Crossbone anime is as much vaporware as the Seed movie is.
1: Oh yeah, fair enough.
0: Don't, 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 don't,
2: don't talk about that. <clears throat> yeah, no, it makes me sad. <sighs> I'm depressed now. Well, that's what Thunderbolt does to
0: people. (laughs) Is it? Really?
3: I don't know. What it did to me.
0: I keep coming back to crazy guy what's likes jazz. I'm okay with this. (laughs) Seriously, a lot of that is what I would do if I was piloting a full armor. (laughs) I'm basically indestructible and faster than time itself. What can't I do?
2: We're gonna burn off this part. We're gonna burn off this part. Hey, if we turn down the di- dial on beam saber, what happens to the
3: pilot? Whoa, I'm gonna look at shoot that.
0: It <laughs> ruster into this guy's back and then shoot it with scatter bombs when he's halfway there. Because fuck you, now it's personal.
2: Seriously, for those of you who ever wondered evil. exactly what that would look like, I'm gonna show you. Huh? Get out your cameras. <laughs>
0: But yeah, you know what? If they actually tried to turn something like T Bolt into a full series, I'd be like, "No, fuck you, Bandai." Because I I am perfectly fine having burned eighty minutes of my day watching this and laughing at it for its absurdity because it tickles the part of me that likes horror movies. If I had to try and pretend to get through this for a series, I'd get sick of it. I I'm kind of morbidly curious because December Sky is coming out. That's the last one. That's part five.
2: No, that's that, the last one.
1: No, it's a recut. Um. That's a, that's a yeah, compilation. December Sky
2: is just what we've already seen, just cut into one big meal. Oh. oh, okay. I thought that they were doing one more No, the Battle 2 about- arc. Nah, I don't think so. I think th- they did say December Sky will have some extra stuff that we're not in the episodes, but it's not going to be, now a whole other episode's worth. Maybe an extra 15, 20 minutes of new footage. Mm.
3: Well, for
0: I It's gnawing somebody's arms and legs off. <laughs> Watch. Because yeah, well. there's... There's like one more, or there's a couple more chapters in the Mongo left. Like they they gotta escape a Bawa coup, and then after that is all the crazy post one year war stuff with all the crazy Federation amphibious suits versus all these crazy Buddhist new type psychopaths. Fetty amphibious? No. no, no. God damn it, no. There are two, and that's three too many.
3: Ah. <laughs> uh.
2: Hey, they launched Zagok into space
3: <laughs> just to why drop it back to Earth.
2: <laughs> why they did that, we're not quite sure. But they he said, "Hey, we built some some aqua suits. We're in space. We're going to find a use for them."
0: Damn it, man! I remember when gun tanks got used in space.
1: That never happened. That's crazy. Nope.
0: I remember it. See this one time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the episode. Uh, Gun tanks
3: in
2: In because we have to
0: say that it's a law. Then there's your
2: outro right
3: there.
1: Seriously,
0: I would watch that as a crappy comedy show.
1: There you go. Uh, Next time, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans.
2: I thought this smelled bad on the outside.
1: I Thought They Smelled bad on the Outside is released under Creative Commons Attribution Share of Life, non-commercial, 3.0 international license. Please visit sbopodcast.com for contact information, social media links, and past episodes.